This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Inevitability. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you just some inevitable truths that I think we all have to come to terms with. And the quicker you can do that, probably the better you will feel. So there's a good chance as you're consuming this podcast, unless you're watching it live on Facebook, which maybe three people will, not a whole lot of people tune into this, which is fine. It's all about reps for me. This will be March 5th when you listen to it. Admittedly, I lose track of the days as to what day today even is, which is February 12th. I share that because my family and I have shared very openly that my pit bull, Zeus, right? I say mine because I had him from five weeks old. Like he's, he's been around and traveled back and forth with me from Columbus to Akron during the hosting days and used to carry him around in a little cardboard box, right? There's a lot of stuff that's went on. And unfortunately, uh, his, his chemo is done. Right, it's not working. There's no more. Fuck. There's no more. There's no bullets left in the gun. And so there's this strange inevitability that that by the time you're hearing this, he will probably be dead. And like I've rationalized it, right? Like I know it's a natural progression of life and I'm not looking for for mourning, right? Like it's healthy, right? So much of what I process with my clients is this exact fact. Like society would tell us as people and men specifically that as I'm sitting here with tears streaming down my face, that I shouldn't be doing that. That it shows a weakness. That it would make me feel less than something. I challenge that every day with every client that I sit in front of. Because the emotions that we feel always exist. I can't help feeling sad. It already existed. The feeling came across me. I can certainly sit here and act like it doesn't affect me. I can act like when I think about it, I don't get sad, that I don't cry. I could have the team edit out the tears, the sniffles, the long, awkward pauses. But that's the exact opposite of what I should do. Because it's inevitability for all of us that we feel things. Whether it's sadness, anger, frustration, confusion, vulnerability. It pops in your head, right? There's a moment in time in which that emotion, that feeling comes across you. What we've been taught to do as people is to swallow it. What do we do with that thought? What do we do with that feeling? Most of us, the answer is nothing. We act like it didn't happen. 
We act like it didn't happen because we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of the ridicule. We're afraid of the pain. But for what? Who said that we shouldn't feel emotion? At what point did it not be okay to shed a tear? At what point along the evolutionary track of our society do we decide that we had to identify as something? What I mean by that is not some sort of gender fluidity or any of those things, but meaning that as you identify as a man, it instantly then means you shouldn't show emotion. Men, I have news for you. I know you feel pain. I know you cry. Whether you outwardly show it or it happens internally, I know it's there. And I'll have you consider the fact that one of the reasons why you're not achieving what you want to achieve inside of business, why you're not growing as fast inside of an organization that you're a salesperson in, why the relationships that you want always seem to just slip out of your hands, is because you have no idea how to process the emotions that you have because no one ever taught you. The example that you were inevitably given was from your parents, and more specifically, your father. But the crazy part is your father learned his from his father. And that three-generation-back grandfather, the great-grandfather of your lineage, most likely experienced the Great Depression, most likely experienced catastrophic loss, most likely experience all these things in which he was told or adopted the fact of just keep a stiff upper lip. Don't cry. Don't show emotion. And at that moment in time, that got passed down. Now all the way to you. It's a choice to hold on to that. Right, I personally don't feel like me crying on the microphone because the dog that I've had for longer than I've had my family in my life. Knowing that he's going to die. Seeing it close, right? This is, of course, we can all sit here and say everybody dies eventually. I agree. It's different when you can see it. When the cancer in his spleen is so heavy that his stomach starts to hang down and he can't run around the same where he lays down or lays on his side. It's coming. And the craziest part is, like, I've known this is coming. I've known this is coming for weeks, if not months. I shared with my wife that probably the... past 10, maybe 14, it could even be 20 days, had the same reoccurring nightmare of knowing that he dies. I woke up sobbing every night. I can statistically prove it with the whoop that I'm wearing and the time in which I wake up and the disturbance level. It's almost always 2.30 in the morning. 
almost always after the third sleep cycle. It's like on repeat. And so I've tried to prepare myself for what's coming. But I don't know how to. I haven't had to bury a dog before. I can talk to people that have buried dogs. I can go through books that say how to deal with mourning and loss. I can go hang out at a pet cemetery. But until I cross through the inevitability of my dog dying, I'm not going to know what it's like. It's a process I have to go through. And what will make this even more crazy is March 3rd of 2018, my best friend Miles died. I came to terms with that eventually. Still affects me occasionally. But I have heard from not only my wife, but also a good friend and client of mine, Taylor, that Miles is stuck. That he's not all the way crossed over. Now, Taylor had no previous knowledge of Miles. She'd never met him. She'd never seen a picture. She messaged me out of nowhere early on a Saturday and painted a very vivid depiction of what a man looked like and how upset he was that he knew he had upset his father and that he was so sorrowful that things happened the way they did. As she paints this very vivid depiction of this figure in her mind from her sleep from the night before, with an infectious laugh, contagious smile, that was wearing fitted sweatpants and Adidas shoes and a hat, almost no doubt in my mind it's Miles. Now, sure, all that because I knew in that moment from the relationship that Miles had with Zeus, the pit bull that's going to die, that he's bored. And I knew Zeus was going to die, right? He's had cancer now for quite some time. But I know pretty close to March 3rd, he's going to leave. There's a certain amount of comfort in reframing it, knowing that Miles needs a buddy. But the inevitability of loss is super fucking painful. Like it's crazy. I shared this entire haphazard podcast with you. To ask you where you can start getting prepared for the inevitable things that are coming. What are the things that you know are inevitabilities that you're not prepared for? And what could you do to be more prepared than you are in the current day? Could you decide to be more prepared for showing up for your family in the case of illness, sickness, Statistically, a third of the people listening, there's a good chance it's you because there's two of us in this room right now and you would be the third. 
30% of the people get cancer. That means myself, Kurt, or you is going to get it. Are you prepared for what that could look like? What about the inevitability of divorce? 53 to 55% of all marriages in the U.S. end up in divorce. Is that inevitability that you're willing to accept or are you going to do the work on yourself to not have that be your story? Choice is yours. Let's talk about business. 90% of startup restaurants don't make it past the third year. 60% of startup businesses don't make it past their fifth anniversary. You could say it's inevitable your business is going to fail. I'll challenge you to say, what are you doing to get prepared so that that version is not yours to keep? The choice ends up being yours and how you handle the emotions that you have in your life, what you do with them, and how prepared you are for the inevitable. I believe that the more prepared you become, the more capable you are of getting shit done.